Hey everyone and welcome to Almost Cancelled, I am Peter, that is Connor and we are going to talk about Jack Ryan Season 1 Episode 2, it is called French Connection. So, full spoilers for the episode as always. And we do go to France eventually, that's a little bit later in the episode. Um, we, it is, yeah. We have some more office politics to deal with first and Jack getting checked out because he's hurt his back a little bit. So it's funny, I was going to complain at one point about him having like a weird flashback to the fight from last episode, it felt unnecessary to me and then it kind of zoomed out and it was because we were watching it with everyone yeah. in the room and I was like, oh okay, that's fair enough alright, okay. It, it's funny, I had the exact same feeling, I was like, yeah. why are we seeing this? Yeah, but that's because it's because that he's literally watching it <laughs> he's sitting there having to sit through it um, I was expecting someone to like criticise how he handled it, <laughs> like for some reason. Yeah, because it, it kind of cuts away as he's you know, pulling out the grenade. Yeah, and you kind of go, are, "Are they critiquing him? Is this like, okay, yeah. no, you did this wrong. You should have let that grenade blow up on him." No, this is just every. This is all the departments just basically like, "Okay, right, yeah, this guy's real. He's a threat." And uh, Jack has he's done kind of speaks up. He's like, "No, he's not Isis. He's he's something else." And he kind of stands up and uh, and I like how Greer, when Jack sort of mutters, "He's not Isis." And everyone sort of turns to look at him. He just says, he doesn't t- tell him to shut up or sit down, or he says, no, stand up, speak properly, and make yourself heard. Yeah. Already, it feels like there's been like a, a development here, and obviously, but you know, later in the episode, they're they're arguing again because they don't want to open up to each other, and they're both being dicks about the past and um, refusing to. And it, but then, of course, immediately they end up figuring out the solution to the problem, and then it's like, oh, they're friends again. It's like this back and forth of respect and you know animosity between them totally back and forth uh, but he makes him go and get checked out and it happens to just be at the same hospital <laughs> where Kathy works so he, he drops in and pretends he's not in complete pain the entire time yeah um, and there's a bit of a running gag where both the doctor he sees then Kathy tell him to do some yoga for his back yeah it, it was when, when the doctor tells him he's like yeah, yeah sure whatever and then uh, when, when Kathy says it he starts to be like that, and then he says, "I'll go on then." And then, of course, he actually does some. If, if you're the one asking. And he does some yoga later on in the office, and Greer walks in on him, just being like, "What? What are you even doing? What? What's Fair happening?" Question. Doesn't uh, even have a yoga mat. He does not. No, it was very impromptu. Clearly, that was it, just it a was, spur yeah. of the moment decision. Uh, but of, of course, the the the, 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 the seized uh, Suleiman's phone and. He's got 10 attempts to put in an 8-digit passcode. Uh, it's not until they sort of say, oh, he's he's done time, because the way he's taking those cuffs off, it's like he knows what he's doing. There's a procedure here. And they sort of trace him to a French prison system, and that gets a prison number, which just luckily turns out to be the 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 passcode. Convenient, but sure, why not? Big, I mean, they open the episode with saying, well, it's even even guys like this will use, don't use a random passcode. They use something that means something to them. And I'm like, okay, I don't know if, don't know if I believe that, but <laughs> okay, if we're rolling with that, we'll roll with it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is basically my thing. Um, I, I mean, I'm intrigued as to why he would use his prison number, because I mean that that's a very traceable detail, right? Once you know his idea, you know, once yeah. you know who he is, that's that's pretty easy to get, and. I don't know that it feels weird to use something that he's probably you know ashamed of. That's a bad thing. Oh, I was in prison. I was caught at some point. To be kind of almost proud of that to use it as as the password. 
probably it's just easy to remember because it was his number. Or, I mean, maybe there's just an arrogance here. He's just assuming that his phone will never be an issue. Like, that'll never be something that someone's trying to break into. Yeah, maybe. I guess. I, I don't know. Because um, I don't think he was expecting to be taken when he was, for sure. They weren't expecting to be taken off the street like that. No, definitely not. That, yeah. That's why there was the whole, you know, rescue mission. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm mostly just playing devil's advocate here because it doesn't necessarily make a whole lot of sense to me either, but, uh, I mean, <laughs> yeah. it's the sort of thing where it's, it's the character interaction that I like more than the actual how yeah, they... Yeah. How I'll, they s- I'll let it slide. I just I was questioning it. Yeah, how they solve the thing. And then, again, the action in the last sort of 10 minutes of the episode, this, this raid on the apartment in France, in Paris, where... It you know they're they're converting the money because they can put ten grand on a SIM card and then convert that back later, so it's kind of harder to trace. Oh, of course, Jack Ryan's very good at it. He's good at his job, so he's doing it anyway. But that's what they're doing. Because I I was I was very confused at first when he he met that guy and he got all these SIM cards. I'm like, is that a SIM card? Why why does he have? Looks like a SIM card. Because it looks it looks like uh, bags of cocaine at first. You know the way it's like packed up. Like it just Better Call Saul like a week ago had like these same bags for for the drugs, but it's like just stacks. It does look like a drug smuggling. Yeah, because that was the thing when he pulls it out and it's like broad daylight. It's like a daytime like you know cafe outside table, and he just pulls out this packet and a knife and starts opening. I'm like, are you like checking the cocaine in like broad daylight in front of all the public? And France don't give a shit. And I guess, well, it's just SIM cards, it's not actually illegal or anything like that, but at the same time, it just looks really suspicious. It does, doesn't it? It looks super suspicious. Uh, but they get a trade, but they've, they've got a kid uh, out doing, doing doing a bit of uh, watch, you know, watchdog, you know, what, what do you call it? Surveillance? Surveillance. There's a, there's a name specifically for this, for the lookout. Oh, the lookout, I guess. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say. The lookout. <laughs> they've got a kid doing lookout, because he's, you know, he's innocent looking. And uh, so they, they get prepared, and they've got the suicide vest. I act, I actually kind of like the moment where he pulled out the suicide vest, and like everyone else in the room, just like oh, I don't want it to be me. Don't pick me. Don't pick me. Yeah. And then what? You know, the women finally just oh, right, give me it. Like, yeah. I, I I think I like that moment because it's like it's almost like a really human sort of side to that, where it's like none of them really want to do that, but it's expected yeah, they, of they them. Do it if they have to. Yeah. It's not. It's, they, they want to see the, the results for yeah. themselves, right? Uh, so I appreciate that. The action as well was quite good. You know, they had the French SWAT team, the, the guy with the riot shield, and uh, the, yeah. the, 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 the the shooting back and forth. I mean, there was casualties going all over the place on both sides. Yeah, the breach stuff was great. You know, something I really appreciate as well is uh, a lot of the action, especially the stuff out on the street after, which we'll, we'll get to in a minute. But mm-hmm. I noticed that was a large bulk of the action that they were highlighting in the trailer yeah and i was like okay so i'm seeing a large bulk of that in you know episode two i'm quite impressed that that was that early because that means okay there's still a fair bit of action then that they've got in the tank that we've probably yeah. seen nothing of yeah i think most of the trailer was episode one and two because i remember the helicopter from episode one i think in the trailer and then yeah. i remember this i remember him turning around looking at the explosion at the end here yeah yeah just him out on the street with the gun yeah that, uh, it, that was all all in the trailer <laughs> So I mean that that's a good good thing. And, uh, we the, the the action was pretty good. Um, obviously he he notices that uh, Ali's you know ran. He notices the blood in the barrister, and he kind of runs down and so the barrister, not the barrister. <laughs> barrister's a very different thing. Yeah, uh, 
Yes. Uh, Bannister, and he, he runs down and he chases after him, and he, he can't quite get a shot because... Um, I mean, I think the moment reads like it might be like a, a PTSD thing, but at the same time, I also feel like it's just not a clean shot. There's like people, civilians and police running around yeah, I everywhere. Yeah, a bit of both. I yeah. think it's... Obviously, we, we know, you know, he has a history in Afghanistan and something happened, right? Yeah, because uh, Matisse, I think you say his name, the guy who picks a different name every mission, uh, he's like, hey, you should take a gun. And he's, he's, he's like, here's the, you know, the, the grip, here's the, the, the release and all that. And he's like talking him through it. And then Jack just grabs the gun and just quickly cocks it and like you know, he's like yeah, yeah like that. He's like okay. Yeah. Say, we, we know he was a marine and he was in Afghanistan, okay. And yeah, we we know he doesn't want to talk about his time there from the from the scene that we had with Greer. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, what happened? What went wrong? Who did he accidentally shoot? Yeah, that, I think that's the, the that's the first thing you think of. It could be something else, but that's definitely the first thing your mind goes to is that he accidentally shot yeah. someone he didn't want to, or maybe it wasn't so much that he did it by accident, but there had to be collateral in whatever he did that he's not living with. Yeah. yeah, but whatever it is, it's something that is still affecting him, and I think that definitely plays into this moment at the end. It's not just that it's not a clean shot. Yeah, it's that there's there's more going on. Yeah. So no, I mean the action was really well shot. Um. Uh, the episode was better paced, I thought, in the first one. Um, all things considered, yeah. uh, the, on the other side of things, it turns out yes, Hanin's husband is Sol- uh, Solomon, and we have him coming home. Uh, we see how he is with the kids. Uh, the biggest yeah. thing here is that uh, one of the guys, like the mum, notices that one of the guys, one of the mercenaries, is is eyeing up the daughter, and is mm. very concerned immediately. And we get that creepy scene where he's, he's got the lollipop uh, with her. Yes. Um, and you know she's very distraught and she tries to talk to uh, Suleiman about this and she never actually says specifically what the kids the, the exact concern is she, she says she's worried about the men but she doesn't actually say that something's already kind of happened with the daughter because I, I think his, his reaction might have played a little bit differently had had she been specific maybe yeah I, I feel like he would be protective I mean I'm assuming he would be anyway um, but you know I, I think all, all this stuff is doing a great job of humanising him right mm. um like you know, where he comes back and he gives the kids the presents. Like and uh, yeah, when I was much younger, my my, my father was uh, you know he travelled for for business as well. And it would be you know every time he come back, here's a present from wherever he went. And that's exactly what this was here. It was very you know like okay, this is exactly what I expect to, to happen from you know just a, a a normal family. Yeah, what do you even get a ginger child when you come back from a trip? Piece of rotten fruit. Disappointment. Like. <laughs> Disappointment. <laughs> um, uh, so yeah I, I mean that played out uh, and he he kind of just not not super aggressively but he essentially pays I'm the husband trust me card and yeah. that that's essentially it and, she, and you can see she feels somewhat in, in a bind sort of trapped in, in her current position like, here well I kind of have to but I don't really want to right now yeah um so you know their house is surrounded with all these mercenaries and it feels like okay why why does it feel like we're suddenly in the middle of like a potential like military base you know I mean hell Should... the kid even sees that room full of guns and sorts yeah, the armory yeah, yeah. We, we were just discussing a little bit where this was last episode uh, oh yeah there was a caption that, I mean hell yeah. there may have been a caption last episode that I just missed but I mean it, it, says, it says Syria it this been. episode Yes, exactly. So it was nice to have that definitive place. Again, that may have been their last episode and we just missed it. It may have been, yeah. Okay, I, I feel like a lot of the time I gloss over captions like that because they're just... Usually they're meaningless and I get it through context anyway. 
Yeah, there was actually there was some noise outside my house when I was watching this. So I put on the, the subtitles, and what was funny is that Amazon subtitles don't account for the 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 subtitles that are already in the show for the foreign language stuff. So sometimes it would overlap, and it would say uh, like speaking Arabic and the subtitles on top of the actual subtitles for the Arabic dialogue. That's particularly weird for it to happen in their own show. It is kind of weird. Now, admittedly, the subtitles in the show were bright yellow, so they were kind of overpowering enough that it didn't matter. I could still read them clearly, but it was like, that's weird. Why are they doing that? Stop it. Mm. (laughs) That's just just shoddy. It's just shoddy. Uh, But, yeah. So, um... Fun thing that I really noticed this episode is uh, the main theme. I noticed. I, I don't know. I just. I never really paid t- attention to it enough the first time, really. But this time, I, you know, I noticed it, and immediately was like, I know who composed this music. Just as soon as I heard. I, I don't know if you if you know. I'll, I'll be honest. I have barely noticed the music in this so far. Do you know what, this is funny. I, I noticed it quite a lot in the first episode, and not always for the right reasons. Mm-hmm. I noticed a lot of really good pieces of music, but I didn't always feel like it fit. Um, this episode I thought was a, a lot better, a lot smoother, or just you know integrated a lot better. Um, I wonder if there, the there main... was some changes between the pilot and shooting the rest of the show. Um, maybe, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure, but it's it's funny because uh, you'll 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 hear it next time you, you watch an episode because it's uh, Ramin Jawadi who does uh, you know, Westworld and, and Game of Thrones. Okay, all right, yeah. And uh, you you will hear it in that opening theme now that you know it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it's real like it, 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 as soon as it clicks it's like okay yeah, we'll okay see. yeah it's we'll that see. guy uh some of the things we glossed over um uh you know their department doesn't actually get the job at first and it seems to be purely because uh singer has a as the grudge out for greer but he does call jack up to his office later on to kind of offer him like another role like a higher up you know job on this task force to take care of this that could be a he, career he maker to just take something away from Greer is what it feels like it feels personal it's like hey I'm gonna yeah. take away his protege and what's funny because right after this we get the, the fight with you know between Jack and Greer and then when they go up higher up the food chain and it was like they were circumventing Singer and Singer's not very happy about it yeah Jack's... he shows up halfway through this meeting and he's like oh yeah there's a lot of eyes like, there's a lot of my back. yeah there's a lot of eye contact with Jack he's really pissed about this clearly but he the, the higher up guy is like hey Jack, you found this guy. What do you think you should do? And he's got an option there to either agree with uh, with, with Singer and say no, uh, yes, send other people. Um, you know, we found this, but you know, pass it on, or say with Greer and say no, we should go. And he says with Greer, and it's this idea that even though he's been fighting with them, there is this sense of loyalty. He's not going to be dirty like that, like because because no, Sing- because Singer's kind of like trying to make him be dirty against Greer for his own good even though it's like Singer's higher up in the CIA like he wouldn't necessarily be doing anything wrong by siding with him but there is like a loyalty that's kind of forming yeah and and, and also you know Jack's known Greer for what a week mm-hmm. maybe I, I don't know the exact timeline not a, a few days at mo- uh, you know really yeah, they've um, done a lot of travelling but so you, you know if you include the travelling time it can't be any less than like four days yeah, yeah, but but no, I'd, I'd say no more than a week, two yeah. tops, uh, you know, a push. But I feel like you know, he doesn't really owe him any loyalty either. No, not 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 yet, not really. He hasn't earned it. I think I think he recognizes something in him, though. I think yeah. des- despite the clashes they've had, I think he recognizes something in there that he respects, and I think Greer feels that way about him. 
they just haven't sort of met in the middle and acknowledged it yet and really come to terms and understood why they feel the way they yeah. do. I, I'm speaking about it as if there's some sort of weird romance that's not quite blossomed yet, but <laughs> that's kind of what I'm talking, that's kind of what I mean. It is, it is. Also, I, I, I decided I like Greer a lot more in this episode when he get, when he when he's having that you know, argument with Jack and he says, uh, you know, we, we, we work together, we're not friends. I like that attitude. I wish more people could have that. <laughs> uh, it's, 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 you know, look, just because I work with you doesn't mean I have to be your friend. I don't, I don't have to be friends with everyone. I mean, you know, just, I, I, you, I can be just civil with you and that's enough. I don't have to, you know, stand around and joke with everyone. There's someone you really don't that. like at work right now. I'm getting this vibe. You know that's the, no, that's the thing. It's not even there's people that I really don't like. It's that, I'm expected to be all, you know, incredibly friendly with everyone, and I just can't be bothered with that. Someone complained to a manager about me because I didn't say hello one morning. <laughs> like, like I'm going to go around the shop and say hello to every person before I, you know, before I go down to the warehouse. I don't have time for that. If someone says hello to me as I come in, yeah, I'll say hello back, but I'm not going around every person. This genuinely um, happened this week. I'm like, that is this is so funny. Cora <laughs> didn't say hello to me. Punish him. I was was doing something for for the manager, you know, know, and she was talking to me and she was like, by the way, can you you say hello to this person uh, when you come in every morning? I'm like, what? I was like, yeah. She she said you didn't say hello to her the other day and she's complained to me and I can't be bothered dealing with this, so just say hello to her. So, of course, now I'm going out of my way not to. (laughs) Oh, God, this is so stupid. It is, isn't it? This is so stupid. I mean, I think you're being a bit of a cranky dick about the whole thing, but I do think complaining to someone... Complaining to a manager. Because because you didn't happen to cross paths and therefore didn't say hello on the way in is pretty yeah, I, think it is. I think it was one of those days where I was running late. I was like, okay, I've just got to get in. And get also, down. also, surely the, the, the point of view typically from a manager is like no talking and chatting on during work. <laughs> Isn't that typically the no, rule? No, no, it, it's it's pretty informal. Okay, I'll just back. I would just say that that's typically you know the attitude yeah, of a manager is no. less talking the better. Yeah, you, you'd think. Anyway, anyway, uh, so so yeah, so their the relationship's kind of far away, and that, that's that's kind of good because that's that's kind of the heart of the show. Um, and yeah, he's got good chemistry with Kathy. She had one scene again, uh, but it was pleasant enough. There were, and I like that his excuse because he doesn't just tell. Obviously, I, I'm assuming it's all classified what he's actually doing. So instead of just saying it's classified, he he lies and makes up kind of you know clearly lying. Like she knows he's lying. It's, it's not obvious. It's, it's intentionally yeah. you know open. But he's like, oh yeah, there was an equalized thing, and and then like. Over the scene, it becomes clear that she's actually studied Ekali. She's like an expert in, in the whole thing. And yeah, you, you get that bit later on where he googles her and yeah. it's kind of creepy. And he's like, okay, I'm gonna know everything before before I go on this dinner mm. date with her. I need to I need to know what I need to know. I don't think looking at her social media is creepy, but when he actually googles her and like gets like her like articles up about her, I'm like, okay, this is a bit weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like just ask her about her work, dude. Uh, I, I feel like just looking at someone you're interested in Instagram feed is just kind of a normal everyday thing now. Like I feel like people sure, just do sure. that. But like reading all the articles, just 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 go, hey, tell me tell me something about work. Yeah, I mean we knew she worked kind of in in that field with with disease, but like the, the fact that she specifically has worked on E. coli outbreaks was just yeah funny to me. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, so solid enough. Um, paced better than the first one. 
Um, I, I think you can still. I, I will say, for the most part, I do think it feels weirdly late in the episode when we actually get to France and the action stuff feels like okay. Here's the last five ten minutes. Yeah, I, I no. don't think it builds to it that well. I, I think it may be a case of they have so much for the season and and for this episode in particular, it just like it's for the last five ten minutes and that's all all, all there's going to be of it. Um, which which is fine to a point. I, I think I can still critique some of how they're, they're solving the case. Some of it feels still just kind of like typical TV babble that has a has, yeah. a, has a resolution eventually. Yeah, yeah. I, I think in terms of the pacing with the action, it's okay for now. But if it's every episode is oh, it's the last five minutes. I'm gonna get sick of that. Spice it up. Throw throw some at the start. Some in the middle. Just you know. Yeah, I could see the next one opening because that you know the bomb goes off. I could see Jack having to run back up and help people, and you know maybe maybe Greer's yeah. injured a little bit. I could see there being if it skips ahead, I'll almost be a little disappointed because I feel I feel like some good damage control to maybe see. No, I agree. The start and, of the next episode. I, I love that moment where you know where the, the where the, the woman wearing the suicide vest gets shot because you know they're they're there and she's pleading them not to do it. You know, like oh you know help me, and you know the the. the do two guys there kind of start questioning like okay we're gonna do something and then the other guy just comes in and, and just shoots her right yeah I, I thought the 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 brutality and just the okay no we can't take any chances felt very realistic yeah no it was it was the way they were shooting each other as well felt to me like the way like one would and this is on both sides where one would just like burst through the door and just get shot immediately and things like that there was a lot of really quick yeah. gun downs in there um and yeah so the idea that's just one guy didn't stop to think about it when he come in yeah. and just that's what resulted in the explosion so, and then this is the consequences yeah, yeah so, those, so, re- so those three are dead basically is what I was saying those three, three cops yeah. for sure are dead and as it, it does remind me I was a little surprised that all that you know uh, stuff at the end of the last episode only three of their men were dead it felt like a lot more than that it was three of their men but it was, like, it was like another like three or four of uh, locals as well that worked with them yeah yeah. It just yeah. it felt like more when I was watching it yeah that's fair that's fair. So, now we'll see. We'll see if it shakes up the the formula, uh, the format next episode. Mm. Uh, but for the most part, it's a pretty enjoying slick show. If I should mention uh, a priest getting stabbed at the start, it never came back up again. So, we'll see. We'll see where they go with this. <laughs> yeah. So it was a well shot scene, though. Nice and ominous. You know, yeah, you, yeah. you kind of knew where it was going, but it was well done. Yeah, I liked. I mean, obviously everything in this show, and a lot of shows are out in real streets now, but. Like it felt like nice big long real streets, like you know, like cobbled you know roads and stuff like that. It just it felt very you know what I appreciate authentic. About the most is what you know. You say, oh, it's out on real streets. Yeah, is that we're clearly jumping between different countries in the locations, and they feel like okay, no, we're in the real countries. We're in different places. Yeah, at the very least, they're doing a good job of finding places to emulate those countries. And I could buy that maybe like when the, for the France stuff, like the shots of the the cars and stuff and the trucks going through the streets. I could buy that maybe they just sent a second unit to go film some vehicles yeah. driving through France and then just shot the, you know, the actual actors. Oh, oh very yeah. possibly. Yeah. But that's fine because it looks like it, it belongs. There's a lot of times where, I mean, we've we've seen it before where they tell us we're somewhere and we're like, eh, I don't, re- I don't really buy it. I mean, a, a, a notably bad example springs to mind with Iron Fist. <laughs> yes, yes. I have to imagine they did shoot somewhere uh, for all the Middle Eastern countries that we've been in. I feel like that is definitely a different location. That I, I don't, I don't it think it's multiple like locations, but I feel like they've, they've got one place where they're using for all those types of locations. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Uh, 
So, anyway, uh, that is that is episode two of Jack Ryan. We'll be back in a couple of days with episode three. So let us know what you're thinking of this so far, and uh, if it's is it feeling a bit formulaic? Is it is it you know, uh, is it doing enough to and, keep your attention? And if you finished it already, which you may well have done, because mm-hmm. it's only eight episodes, just uh, keep the spoilers to this episode and and you know, yeah. in the past. You know, don't go ahead of us. Uh, so yeah so uh, of course let us know what you think uh, you know uh, like subscribe all that stuff get us on the twitters at mailed underscore fudge for channel updates if you want to support the show and the channel and everything we do here head over to patreon.com slash mailed fudge tv and you can support us for as little as a dollar per month you get some you get some bonuses some uh, early, early stuff and all that uh, but otherwise that is us so thank you once again for watching or listening we always appreciate it keep watching tv guys have you got any vanilla <laughs>